Hi, I'm Dylan. I'm Sarah. I'm Derek. And we would like to welcome you to Planet Bob, where we talk about the movies and shows that made their way to our little corner of the galaxy this week. All right. Here Episode 50! Oh, sure. Just jump all over it. I did! I forgot about that. The big 5-0. Yeah. It only took us three and a half years to get here. Almost four. Is that good or bad? I mean, other shows have done almost 100 episodes inside of oh, this okay. past year. Ain't no one got time for that. Yeah. No, no, we got to travel all over the place. And let's let's be real, Laura, we're all pretty lazy. We don't take this very seriously. And, like, adults with jobs. Yeah. Well, two of you are adults with jobs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah didn't want to say it. <laughs> I'll throw myself in. Yeah, there this. you go. We're done. <laughs> So we're going to talk about, for our big 50, we're going to talk about Sarah's teenage goth movies. Yeah, I loved these movies. They're still good. I like them still. We've, we decided while we were watching these two that we're going to have to make this a series. Because we thought of at least two other episodes that we we can do for yeah, this. Yeah, we need a whole vampire series. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, we got to do Interview. And Lost Boys. Yeah. And Dracula, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I, I asked her when we were watching The Craft if Lost Boys counts. She said it did, so okay, we'll do we'll do Lost Boys. Yeah, no, I got into Lost Boys when I was a teenager. I think that counts. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't know if it counts. These, if anything, don't count, because, like, The Crow came out when I was, what, 11? <laughs> oh, yeah, it came out in 1994? Yeah, 11. You were only 11? Yeah. Oh. See, that's how much younger you guys yeah, are. We were really excited yeah. for, like, the point of view of someone who saw these not as a kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, dear. <laughs> no problem. Unless these were in your blank period that we've talked about before. No, they weren't. Okay, oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Not in the lost years. That's no. good. So, yeah, in this, in this specific one, we're going to talk about the craft and the crow. I'm not sure we said that. I don't think we did. Did we? I'll find out in the editing. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> so we're doing the craft first, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, that is correct. Okay, so as an older male, how'd you feel about this movie? I felt like it I, It was good, actually. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Yeah? Yeah. I was surprised. Yeah. Did you see it before? Had you seen it? I'd never seen it before. Oh. I did see The Crow before, but I've never seen this before. So John was the opposite, apparently. Oh, really? The, we came up with the idea for this show because John told us in the last episode that he's never seen The Crow. And we thought that really? was dirty and wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought everyone had at least seen that. I was, yeah. telling, I was telling my one buddy online, and he's like, it's a classic. I'm like, you have very different opinion, yeah. a, a view on this than John. <laughs> and he was born a year later than John. So it's not even an age thing. Yeah. For the amount of movies I watch, and I've seen The Crow, I mean, I just assumed everyone else seen it. Yeah, because yeah. it was huge at the time. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I can understand not having seen The Craft. I get that. Yeah. But it's a freaking crow, man. Yeah. <laughs> the Crow was freaking huge. Plus the that it was Brandon Lee's last movie, that made it huge. Yeah. Huger. Yeah. There was more to talk about than just what happens in the movie. Which is, there's plenty of that. I think a lot of times, though, movies like that and when they come out, it depends entirely on whether or not you have, like, weird older siblings or something to pass that on to. Like, my sister would have seen all of this because I had the VHS tapes in my basement. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Through absorption. 
But if you don't have weird older siblings, because like I said, like I'm what seven or eight years older than John. Yeah. So and I was eleven <laughs> when, this is when the grow came out. So I think that's fair enough, right? Yeah, I mean. It is a classic, though. Like, I'm glad that he still watched it, even though he couldn't be here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta see it. And like you suggested, I'll get him to record a little mini-review, and we'll post that. Yeah, we're, we're talking about you behind your back. you got work to do. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's going to have to listen to this, so we can hear us talking smack now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I watched this movie an ungodly amount when I was younger. Me and Serena went to town on this movie all the time. Serena, a previous guest on this show. Yes. For Donna Darko. Um, and Fruza Bulk just kicks ass. She's like weird. She plays shit. a good, crazy Yeah, person. she sells it real yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. Makes you wonder if she is actually crazy. Yeah. Because she sells it so well. Like, this movie wouldn't have been good if it wasn't for who they cast. No. Yeah. At all. And, like, a lot of people that nobody knew, like, no one knew Skeet. No. Because he was never in anything until this. And then Nev Campbell wasn't in a movie until this. The scream came after for both of them. Yeah. She was in freaking Catwalk. We were talking about that. We were watching yeah. it. We were watching that, that shit. No. <laughs> no, he would have old, been too old for that. He yeah. Like, old, stupid you're, Canadian. I think, five years older than me. And I was just... I was... I probably wouldn't have normally watched Catwalk, but there was nothing on else at the time. Yeah, it was on late. Yeah. Probably ten. It wasn't... It was, it was like <laughs> teen <laughs> drama. Oh, on TV. okay. Yeah. It was like a, a band, about a band. Yeah, old oh, Canadian really? yeah. And I'm about 90% sure it was filmed in Toronto. Yeah, and oh Matt yeah. And Campbell was in this? Yes. Yeah. I remember her from, an, um, what the heck was the other show she was in? It was a big show. Was she in Party of Five? Yes, yeah. that's it, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From, yeah. With Matthew Fox from Lost. Yeah, with Jack. <laughs> yeah. It's weird how it all comes back to Lost. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. Somehow he managed to bring it back there. <laughs> It's not even six degrees. That's like, like one degree right there. Yeah. <laughs> then you have to try for that one. <laughs> but yeah, no, it would have been totally lame. Yeah. If it wasn't for that, like, they do a good job. Well, and like, I feel like Fruzabalk got most of the the coverage in the trailer and everything because I don't. I, for years, didn't even know who the, the main actress was. I didn't know until a couple of years ago that she was in uh, Empire Records, the girl that shaves her head. Shinedo oh, Rebellion. Yeah, that's right. I, like I had no idea until She's wearing line. a wig through the whole movie because she just came off of that movie and she was bald. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, that doesn't fit the character. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy how much of a difference just a haircut will make. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Bald? Yeah. <laughs> and then I just realized when we were watching this time that um, Rachel True, the, the girl in, in this one, the black girl, is Mary Jane from Half-Baked. Oh, really? Yeah, the girl that Thurgood falls in love with. I'm like, I didn't know any of this. <laughs> How did I not know this? Because it came out when we were kids. Yeah, when I didn't care about who was in things. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really pay attention to actors at that point, I guess. Sorry, I'm reading your notes. No, that's cool. You go, yeah, jump in there. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, one of the biggest things that I just kept going back to is, like, how you're supposed to feel like, okay, so things are going to come back on them times three because they shouldn't be doing the things that they're doing. Yeah. But, like, the people are terrible. Yeah. And irredeemable and... You don't feel bad for anyone. Like, Ski gets thrown out of a window, and you're like, yeah, sweet. Go, yeah. rapist, go. Like, 
don't feel bad. Rapist and lying about rape. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then the <laughs> shitty chick, the blonde chick in the shower, like, it makes her less sympathetic, that entire scene where she's clutching her head and crying and like, why is this happening to me? Like, really? You're <laughs> Marcia, asking... Marsha, Marsha, You're asking the girl you were super racist to, like, <laughs> five minutes ago... <laughs> why this is happening maybe because you're crazy racist yeah like yeah. maybe that might be why this is happening to you try being i don't know not racist well you think about that in both in both these movies everyone pretty much gets what they deserve yeah the only person that things turn out well for is the witch that's actually kind of a decent person yeah the only thing that turns out good for anybody in the crow is darla and sarah yeah Everyone else's their lives are ruined or they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just need to. They just deserve it all. Like I don't even feel like oh maybe they shouldn't be doing this. Like no, a hundred percent. No, like even when, <laughs> even when Fruza yeah. is basically raping Skeet, you're like, well, yeah. Turn yeah. about is fair play. Yeah. yeah. I should be mad about this, but. <laughs> yeah, you certainly don't feel bad for any of them. That's for sure. No. No, none of them. None of them have a point where you're like. Where you kind you of have a reason to feel sorry for yeah. them. Yeah. It's just like these are shitty people having shitty things happen to them. Yeah. And so that's fine. Yeah. Darn. <laughs> uh, we were talking a lot. We were watching it about uh, weird mellow snake man. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got a snake. Let me show you my snake. Relax. What's the matter with you? Relax. <laughs> I was just in your backyard. Let me show you the snake. I actually thought that was going to be like she was just dreaming that or something. I didn't actually know that that guy was there. <laughs> and then just, he comes back. Yeah. He's <laughs> in my car. Yeah. <laughs> Boogie, come here. Come here. Come here. Come on. I like how his character just has no idea that why people might have a problem with him just walking into their house. To carry with a snake. Yeah. Hey, let me show you something. <laughs> I just thought the like his demeanor was hilarious because he's so mellow. Yeah. But they're actually so scared of this super mellow guy. <laughs> hey, come here! I just want to talk to you. <laughs> he is creepy though. Like he is, but he's so mellow. It doesn't. It doesn't seem like appropriate casting. Is what it is. It feels like really odd casting. Yeah, he's the only one I kind of feel bad for actually, because he's clearly a little bit nuts. Yeah. He knows something's going on with those chicks, and then he gets hit by a car. You're like, oh, that did, isn't really fitting. You were in my dream. Let me tell you about my dream. And they run away. Yeah. yeah. He, they should have, she should have stayed. She should have listened to him. Yeah. He seemed more like a positive harbinger than anything. Every time someone tries to tell them something, they should have listened, but they don't. Yeah. We didn't listen. Like the shop, <laughs> the shop owner lady, like the main girl should have listened to her right off the bat and everything would have been fine. Don't hang out with these crazy witches. They're, they're like all selfish. Yeah. Yeah. I made a note about that, that all their all their spells go wrong because they're not, like, the oath they pledge is a lie. They, they're all in it for selfish or, or vindictive reasons. That's like, true. Of course things aren't going to turn out good when you go in there with negative intentions. That's right, yeah. Because they don't paint witchcraft as a bad thing in this. It's the people that, that, are, that do bad things. That's right, them, yeah. Which I thought was interesting because movies weren't like that at the time. If there was witches, they were definitely the bad guys. Yeah, that's right. Well, and like we we're watching the special features, and they were talking about how Fruza bulks like actually a Wiccan, so she was helping them with accuracy and oh yeah stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, and they had an on-set consultant. 
Is there to talk to about her? <laughs> she was there all the time. They said it went wrong though, like when they they filmed the invocation scene at the beach, and I guess the whole place just fogged out, and they couldn't see anything. And when they were doing the rites, it's like actual rites. Oh yeah. So it's like real Wiccan rites, and when they were saying it, I guess the beach doesn't like witches, so the power went out. The tide came in early. There was like a bunch of bats hovering around. Really? Yeah, all their candles got washed away. Like they just had a really rough time like, <laughs> filming that whole scene. And the, kind of interesting. That lightning that they filmed over the water, they, that was coincidence, was it not? No, I don't think so. I think that's special effects. <laughs> I thought they just captured that. I thought that's what they were saying on the features, but whatever. It's a little too perfect. I don't think I read that part. I didn't read it. I well, I know what it happens, and I don't think it happened. Okay. <laughs> you have to go back and rewatch it now and see. Yeah. If it says that, we'll we'll do the sh- whole show over again. <laughs> Stop the so recording well. right now, and yeah. then. <laughs> okay, we're going. We're watching the movie now. Yeah, we'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, she bought the magic store. Paul owns it. Really? Yeah. She bought it when the movie was done. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like an actual place you can go. I looked cool. it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it's still there. The Where store is, that? is still there. Like, what California, is California somewhere. Yeah, I think it's Los Angeles somewhere. It's a big city, so it's hard to see. Yeah. I like what they did, like with mirrors. Yeah. How they made Rochelle look at the mirror, and then it wouldn't look back at her. Yeah. Yeah, it looked the same direction she did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like that's weird. But people who aren't always paying attention wouldn't notice that, I guess. Well, that's it's cool. Kind of it's like she, it's right in that scene with the woman losing her hair. Yeah. That you're supposed to feel bad about, but don't. Yeah. Um, and she can't look herself in the eye. Like, oh, she knows. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you got that, and then like bouncing the spell back on them, like making them see what they would look like. Yeah, towards the end of the movie. Yeah, I like that too. To chase well them done. off. Yeah. After she gets stabbed by Fruzabalk. She doesn't really get stabbed though. I thought, uh, no, Only like her, the one time, yeah. She gets her her wrist slit. Yeah. yeah. And runs upstairs. Yeah, but like you could tell that binding spell at the end must have worked a little bit because she came after her with that big friggin' knife and yeah. like was fine. Yeah. Well, at that point, she actually had the spirit in her, yeah. Manon or whatever. Yeah, or whatever. Whatever yeah. his name is. Silly. It's what was is. the name? Manon, Manon or yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. I don't know. Fruza seemed to say it a couple different ways, so I, I'm not sure I'm getting it correct. <laughs> but it reminded me of um, the bad guy from Constantine, the devil's son that's trying to come to Earth. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Something similar, I think. I don't remember, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I do. I remember. I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember the exact name. I don't feel confident enough to say it out loud. <laughs> No. But I do think it's very similar. <laughs> I have a I have a note that everyone is aware of, but Fruzabalk has really weird, quirky expressions. Yeah, she, she has. She definitely stands out. She has a crazy. I don't know a crazy look. I don't know if that's a look. But yeah, it's. She looks. It's intense. She's an yeah, intense person. Definitely. Any any little movement on her face it oh. seems so exaggerated. And, yeah. And extreme. It's odd. She takes like bitch face to a whole other level though. For real. You're like, I don't want to mess with her. No. Does she still do movies? I don't know. I don't. I haven't seen her in anything in a while. So I was gonna do us a favor and look it up. 
She seems like, obviously she has a face you wouldn't really forget if you saw her in a movie. Yeah. She definitely stands out most of the time. Yeah. Any movie I can think of her in, she stands out. The Waterboy. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Going toe to toe with Kathy Bates. Oh my god. I don't think Sarah's ever seen that movie. Like parts of it, but doesn't seem like it'd be up her alley. No, no. I really like uh, Billy Madison. Yeah, oh, that's the yeah. That's I think my, my favorite one out of them all. Yeah, that actually his movies. Yeah. His best acting role is Punch Drunk Love, I think. I've never seen that one. It's the complete opposite of everything he's ever played. Really? Yeah. Yeah, she's still acting. Oh, yeah? Doesn't seem like big stuff, but yeah. She's on the down low? Mm, I don't know. This like, the last thing I remember her in was American History X. Which was a long time ago. Yeah, that is a great movie, too. Have you seen that? No. Oh! Okay. Can't say you're surprised, are you? Write it down though, because that you would really like it. I think. Yes, yeah, good. Really movie. well done. Yeah. Movie. We'll do that along with Memento for movies that aren't played in sequence. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they both have black and white segments. <laughs> what? <laughs> Loosely tied together thread. Yeah, I mean that's like what we do. <laughs> we have we have an episode titled WTF movies. Yeah, that's true. So uh, that tells you how hard we try to connect things. Yeah. I think it's funny when they freak out about $175,000. I know. Yeah. I thought that was funny too. Like I would 100% take $175,000 because that would pay off every cent of debt I have. Yeah. And I'd be pumped about it. But they act like they're balling. They act like their entire world has changed. Well, they see the place they bought after. I know. I'm like, they're going to go through this money so fast. Yeah. Because... They don't have. She doesn't. The mom. There's no way she makes enough money to support that. No, exactly. Maybe that's why they only own a jukebox and a couch. Yeah, <laughs> a, a, a jukebox that's full of one singer's songs. I can't remember who it was. Some country singer. Connie Francis. Connie Francis. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> that's like just for the custom jukebox. You know, they spend a lot of money for that. Yeah. I like how they slam the door in their mom's face. I'm like, yeah, that's that's very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Being a teenager. <laughs> just but she just dick. wants to be a mom. <laughs> a drunk mom who wants to hang out with teenagers. Well, she was hanging out with rapey stepdad before, so this is way better. That's yeah. true. That's true. Her stepdad was shitty. Oh, terrible. We only see him in one scene, and he's awful that whole scene. Yeah. I know. Again makes dude have a heart attack and kill someone you're like yeah <laughs> yeah good for him yeah you're just yeah. trying to look at his stepdaughter's like nightgown no yeah. big deal yeah nbd <laughs> <laughs> uh this is my i made a really random note about an extra um i'm like marcia brady's friend looks like sherry oteria from the when she's doing the cheerleader thing with will ferrell oh really? <laughs> school spirit school spirit <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like she never is on screen long enough for anyone to really notice, but yeah. it just she stood out to me for some. Well, yeah, because you'd be like, "There she is again!" and gone. <laughs> it's gone. I'm already through my first page of notes. Oh. How many pages do you have? I usually do like two pages per epi- per uh, movie or oh, yeah. episode. Had Mackenzie seen this? She's seen both of them. Yeah. 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 Fan? No fan. She didn't mind the craft. She really loves the crow. Yeah. Well, it's just such. a damn good movie yeah, yeah. she said she's probably seen it like she's a lot anyway. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, this one didn't age too badly because there's not a lot of 90s stuff in it. And it doesn't go overboard with the, the effects. The snake fingers look pretty pretty wonky, but yeah. aside from that, it's... For the most part, it looked pretty good, though, the effects. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and a lot of it's practical. Like, the snakes are all there, and the bugs are all there. Yeah. Like, they brought in thousands of snakes. That's the way you do it. Yeah. yeah. I like when the book moved, when she opens the book, and it starts to... The waves roll and stuff, and yeah, she's like, oh, the I pencil get thing that was cool too. The pencil was—I didn't realize it was turning until I got a close-up of it. Yeah, that was pretty neat. It's weird seeing movies in HD now that <laughs> you used to watch the standard definition. <laughs> yeah, I know. I can make out so much more detail now. Yeah. Oh no, you always knew the pencil moved. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you could probably read the lettering on the pencil now. Well, yeah, if you didn't have like our shitty DVD copy from the '90s. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. is that when you're from? Like 2000. Oh, it's it's so old that it actually has like interactive menus as a feature. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the menu is square and not oh, yeah. widescreen. It's probably still there. Are you kidding me? Did you actually put this away? I did. What? For God's sake, dude! See, look, all the features are just things that trailer you would expect. Theatrical oh, yeah. trailer. <laughs> Widescreen. Look yeah. at that. Widescreen's a feature. Did you know that? <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have the date on it? I don't it? know. Like, like the copyright Sometimes date? they have the, yeah, like, the date. The, the date. issuing? Yeah. All I know is I've had this movie a very long time. You and I'm pretty sure I have it on VHS somewhere. Do you? Yeah, it just oh, says yeah. 1996. Same with The Crow. I have The Crow on VHS somewhere, too. And I'm actually surprised it's not, like, fully worn out. <laughs> oh. Printed in USA 2000. There you go. Yeah. Nice. So you've had it for, like, 18 years. 18 years. Wow. No big deal. You know. <laughs> That's pretty good, though. I wouldn't even have... I wouldn't have had it in 2000, though, because I didn't get a DVD player until university, and that was 2002. Um, yeah. So 16 years you've had it. I had it. to pay an extra $1,000 for that feature on my computer. Thank you very much. <laughs> Really? It, was, it was another extra thousand dollars if I wanted a DVD burner. And now you could buy a burner for thirty dollars. Yeah, they're yep. dirt cheap now. Well, now I don't have to spend two grand to buy a desktop computer either. Although to be fair, that computer probably still runs. <laughs> you don't need to, but, but I spent three grand. Yeah, but yours is awesome, and mine was standard. That's true. That's true. Right? Yeah. Like that's just basic. Yeah. I wasn't buying a gaming computer. I was buying something to use the internet. And, type on yeah <laughs> yeah if i were to buy this years ago it would be like 12 grand yeah exactly yeah. exactly now i'm like 300 dollars there's gotta be something cheaper yeah <laughs> of course you do suffer for that because it's true your laptops are never very good for very long you know what was good kind of 90s about this though is the soundtrack i really enjoyed the soundtrack both these movies have great yeah soundtracks. yeah yeah well, I didn't even realize that when Chris attacks Sarah, it's a Portis head song playing. Yeah, because it's a weird remix, eh? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. It's Glory Box, and I was like, what? I know this. It's like that rancid song, uh, Cash Culture and Violence, with the bass drop version. I love it. It's very different sounding, and all they really do so is remove good. the bass track. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, no good soundtracks on both. Better soundtrack for The Crow. But like. I feel like The Crow probably also had a bigger budget. Well, for me, like, the Crow soundtrack is right up there with, like, Mortal Kombat soundtrack. 
which is also kick-ass. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that one. Oh, Mortal Kombat soundtrack's yeah. awesome. One side is all, like, kind of techno-y dance stuff, but, yeah. like, Orbital and um, uh, KMFDM and stuff. And oh, yeah. the other yeah, side is, like... It's like the other side yeah, is metal, metal, like Fear Factory and Typo Negative and stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, like, it's a weird movie, but the soundtrack was amazing. My brother and I listened to it, like, mad. And then... The Crow is just awesome, too. Yeah. Because you've got, like... Well, my favorites are The Cure and the Nine Inch Nails songs. Yeah. Ned Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah. My Life with the Thrill Kill Call. That, when I said that band, he was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck did you just say to me? Yeah. <laughs> my Life with the Hanunua. It's like all confused. <laughs> like, well, yeah, okay. Now that you've said it, that, that does fit what it sounds like yeah yeah <laughs> yeah did you say Rage Against Machine because Rage is on there oh that's right too yeah it's good stuff I got to see Nine Inch Nails play that song live really yeah it was awesome <laughs> and there were like kids in front of me who were like I don't what is this I'm like oh my god watch movies what's wrong with you <laughs> watch more movies <laughs> yeah god I went to my second ever concert that year in 94, which was Nine Inch Nails. Nice. Nice. At Molson Park. Oh, that would have been wicked. That's yeah. like downward spiral. Yeah. Oh, I'm so jelly right now. <laughs> oh, my God. I had that on tape. <laughs> I saw him after he sobered up. Yeah. <laughs> he got, yeah, got they, jacked. They were wild back then. Yeah, covering themselves in flour. To look yeah. like their white powder. Yeah, and they did the famous Woodsho- Woodstock show not too long after that where they covered themselves in mud. Yeah. My cousin Jesse was at that Woodstock. Really? Yeah. That would have been awesome. Jelly that too. <laughs> I'm just jealous of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Although, to be fair, like, I would last about four seconds at Woodstock and I'd be like, I'm muddy and gross, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be entering any witch circles and yeah. casting spells. Because you, you're going, you'd be going in with bad intentions, and you just get fucked up, <laughs> you know, breaking a leg or something. I have bad intentions. I just don't like being dirty. You're going in. With, you're going in. I with agree with you. It's not fun. No. Yeah. You're going. I'm in old now. Jealousy. Showers are fun. I like them. Yeah. Beds, beds are good. Beds are good. Yes. Yeah. People want to go camping. I'd rather stay in a hotel. You know. Yeah. Just things like that. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, not getting trench foot. Like yeah. That too. It's good. I can have a bed with a blanket. Yeah. And not on the ground? Sweet. Yeah. I know. I couldn't do it. No. Even now, I'm like, does my concert have, like, a place to sit? <laughs> <laughs> you just had a, like, drunk uncle there for a second. Is this, is this GoPro farm to table? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what love is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said they should have, they should have listened to the bookstore, baby. Yeah, you mentioned that. They yeah. should have. Yeah. 100%. Oh, I made a joke when uh, Fruza Balk is telling the bookstore lady that she's an adult. She can make her own decisions. I'm like, you're wearing a fucking candy necklace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No one wearing a candy necklace is an adult. Shut up. <laughs> no. <laughs> I kind of wish at the end, when she went to see her, that she, like, they pushed that a little bit more. Cause she's, it's like, looks like she's gonna help her, and then I, I have to leave, and like bolts, and you're like, oh, what? Yeah. You yeah. play up this weird room in the back, and then you spend four seconds there. They even have an effect when they show the floor, and there's yeah. like the magic coming up. Yeah. Out of the yeah. Floor. 
And then, oh no, I gotta go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then she summons the spirit by herself. I guess that's just a thing you can do. Yeah. Well, because she's more power. She's the only one with power. Because she's a natural born witch. Yeah. The others, I think, were just feeding off her power. Yeah. They're witch wannabes? Yeah. That's why nothing worked until. I can't remember. Uh, Sarah. Sarah turns up with her magic powers. <laughs> How did you forget that name? I forget other names. Everybody's name in this movie, I forget. I can't remember anybody. There's two Sarahs. There's Sarah in this and Sarah in the other yeah, one, too. I know. I just keep referring to them. I kept referring to them as the real life, like the actors. Oh. Because I couldn't remember their character names. Yeah. There's Sarah and Nancy and Rochelle and Bonnie. Yeah, Bonnie, I will never remember. I don't know why. She doesn't seem like a Bonnie in the movie. No, that, that's probably why. That's probably why. The name doesn't fit her character. Because she's yeah. Nev Campbell. Yeah. She should be Nev and everything. What's her name in Scream? Be. I don't know. I don't even like those movies. Oh my god, they say it like a million times. Uh, Sydney. Sydney, thank you. <laughs> oh, you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> when you said it, when she's like, they say it a million times, I think back to the movie and uh, people talking to her. <laughs> Basically, I pictured David Arquette saying her name a thousand times. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> David Arquette was great in that. And nothing else. <laughs> yeah. Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> this is where you go, oh, oh. I'm stirring the pot. Yeah. Trying to get that controversy going. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought it was going to happen earlier when you guys were arguing about the lightning scene. Yeah, no, I just give up. Yeah. <laughs> I see that. I'm, I feel strongly that I'm right. <laughs> I feel strongly that I don't care. Enough. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, there was something on our last episode where John was trying to start some shit with Derek, wasn't there? I don't remember. So, yeah, I think, I can't remember what it was, but I think you have to go back and listen to the last episode. Oh yeah. I think I think John is calling you out on something. I can't remember what it is now, but just calling each other out. Yeah. Not yeah. on the same episodes, just yeah. talking smack. Yeah. Well, that's when we you get together for the to next. Shit to say to John right now. <laughs> I have to go back and listen and see. When we get to the next lost episode, you guys can hash it out. <laughs> we could have like a big, a big fight segment. <laughs> we could, yeah. Just the part where you two go at it. <laughs> Oh Just a wrestling God. match that we record the audio of. <laughs> <laughs> That's good radio. That's it good is. podcasting. Audio I prefer radio. talking about people when they're not here, though. Yeah, it's safer. It is. <laughs> I, I wish he, I would have listened to it, then I could address it now while he's not here. That's true. I think you could probably take John, though. <laughs> you think? I'm old. Well, he's young. I mean, you got, you got that old man strength. <laughs> old man strength. <laughs> God. <laughs> You're just gonna let him start shit. Just yeah, I know. I, I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to help you yeah, start things because you always want to start controversies. I do. I'm trying I don't to, know why. See, you don't want to be involved see, in it, though. It's coming that. back to me now. I should have learned something from this movie. Stop doing stuff like that. Yeah, it's gonna come back to you times three. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe we'll figure it out. Maybe we'll figure out a medium, a middle ground, a compromise. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Should we do the next movie? <laughs> uh, uh, oh, I had a thing about the ending. Okay. How, if it weren't for the age thing, this 
this the craft could lead straight into Return to Oz. Because Fruza Blanc Balk plays young Dorothy, who's in an asylum at the beginning of Return to Oz. But she's like 12 in Return to Oz. Yeah. Maybe she was crazy in an asylum, and then they let her go, and then she grows up. She becomes a witch. California then, becomes a witch. Uh, all the crazy shit she's seen. Ends up back and then in the full one circle place she back be. to the. Yeah, now she's going to Oz, bitches. I see what Third you're doing. <laughs> I see what you're doing. I like yeah. it. I like it. Have you we seen Return to Oz? No, that's why I'm fucking lost right now. Oh, yeah, but. so it's. Uh, we should do we should do Wizard of Oz and Return to Oz. No, weird. <laughs> They're so different. Yeah. It's like really it's like the dark sequel to Wizard of Oz where everything's super weird and there's like a witch lady with nine thousand faces and she switches yeah, she up and like heads. Oh yeah? There's a desert that if you touch it you turn to sand. Everything that touches this desert immediately turns to sand, so it just is constantly. It's like expanding. a lunchbox tree. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, they make they make this thing, this creature that can fly by strapping uh, ferns to the sides of two couches and tying it together and slapping a moose head on the front of it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's fucking bizarre. <laughs> but I love it. it. It's like my childhood. Really? Yeah? She get out? Yeah, I think we should put her out. She won't stop barking. Okay, you guys you guys continue to chat. And then we'll start the crap. The Why don't we just start it when you come back? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh. Talk amongst yourselves. Talk amongst yourselves. Thanks for the permission. Is he gonna edit this out? I hope so. <laughs> Stupid. This <laughs> is really fucked up. Yeah, no, that movie's weird, man. <laughs> it sounds weird. It wasn't like super popular, but I saw it a lot of times. Strangely enough. Really? Yeah. What I think it might have been on like. Is this from like the eighties? Yeah. Well, it had to be because she's like ten. Yeah, I guess if she's younger, yeah. Yeah, no, weird. So it's not something we should probably watch. <laughs> we'll skip that. Yeah, yeah. There's better things like American History X for you to watch. Oh, okay. That one you'll actually like. Well, there's no question. American History X is a better movie than Return to Oz. Yeah. I just—it's my childhood. That's why I love it. Yeah. That was really fast. She just had to pee and bark at the neighbors. That was still fast. <laughs> Just a quick little dog. Yeah, yeah. She knows what she needs to do. Oh, she'd have done that, but she like bailed. She still smells the chicken in the kitchen. Uh, Oh. We had a roast chicken for dinner, and the carcass is still in the kitchen. So she's like, she keeps wanting us to give it to her. Guys, well, why don't we throw it away? Okay, I will. Okay. (laughs) Oh, I had one more note about the craft. How did that binding spell work before photography? I told you. I think it's like you have to have stuff of theirs. But the photo isn't. Isn't hers? Well, no, like a picture or item, probably. No, I think it's like pretty shifty. Well, maybe someone did a really sick drawing. (laughs) Or maybe you just have to, you just have like a depiction of the person, like a voodoo doll kind of idea. Like a sick drawing. Yeah, or (laughs) like anything like that, just something that represents that person. Like a sick drawing. (laughs) Yeah. Like a super sick drawing, like Sarah is making yes. us for this episode. Yeah, I am. Of her. Sarah's doing a fruza bulk for this. Oh, yeah. To be the cover photo for this episode. Working on it. I like it when she does this. Yeah. <laughs> well, this one was fun, because, like, as much as I want to draw the crow, like, she's way more fun to draw. Yeah. 
I agree, actually. She's definitely got a look about her. Yeah, yeah. She's Super way fun. more interesting looking. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, I get to draw Fruza? Sick. It's going to be <laughs> I was, sick I was drawing, guys. Surprised. It all goes back to the sick drawing. <laughs> <laughs> we could bind her if we needed to, because it's yeah. that sick. <laughs> just, we're just tired of ripping around the iPad. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's how it works. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so that crow. <laughs> <laughs> How about that movie? Yeah. Uh, yeah, this movie's just amazing. Like, I've, I've seen it a bajillion times, and it's good every time. Like, you know, the, the craft, I still like it, but I think a lot of why I love it so much is tied to the fact that I was a kid when I watched it. Yeah. And the crow, that's not it. It's just so good. It is. I like the cinematography in it. Yeah. That's yeah, I really like dark, too. rainy. I don't know. There's just something about that. I, my first note is that I really like the the model of the city that they yeah. have, that they use all the time when the camera's moving around. Yeah, it's, it's a great model. Well, and like the weather is just it's raining or on fire. Yeah, and like there's nothing in between, and both are terrible. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I have good news for you. The crow takes place in Detroit. So we could shit on Detroit again. Oh, right on. Like we did in our Snatch episode. <laughs> we could shit on Detroit. <laughs> that was the weirdest episode. It was. But yeah, the movie's just so... Everything about it is like grungy and dirty and awesome. And it just... It makes you feel like you're in hell. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some kind of dark underworld. Like I wrote that it's literally a dumpster fire. Like the whole town. <laughs> and the sun is never out. Even when it isn't raining, there's no sun. Yeah. Yeah, it's maybe a little less dark, a little more gray. It's yeah. like Dark City. You never see the sun. That's right. Which, coincidentally, same guy that made Dark City. Oh, really? Yeah. We're like, oh, that makes all yeah. the sense. Yeah, that makes complete sense. This doesn't put me to bed, though. No, this isn't as monotone. I love Dark City. It's a great movie, but we call it Ambient the movie because if I ever want to go to bed, we put on Dark City and I pass out. I've seen the beginning of that movie probably 9,000 times and the end like 10. (laughs) It's because like Rufus Sewell has such a, a, such one level to his voice. Yeah. Everything about that movie is monotone. Yeah. Every character speaks monotone. No one, there's no big fluctuations in voice. Even when people are yelling, it's still pretty mellow. Yeah. It's like Snake Man. Snake man? Yeah, hey guy, come here. Yeah. I want to tell you about my dream I had. <laughs> <laughs> I got that reference just right before you did your yeah. <laughs> I already forgot about Snake Man. <laughs> Somehow. I've moved on. Uh, yeah, I think he's my favorite part of this. <laughs> <laughs> it's my old age memory. <laughs> <laughs> the holes in your brain as you get older. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mentioned that I really liked how they add in Sarah's narration. So it's like really simple. It's effective. Um, short little updates to just move the story along. And I like that they put her in the movie because she doesn't need to be there. No. Like he was making jokes the whole time that she was like Denny from the room. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's like the semi-adopted kid that lives that comes yeah, home to visit for some all the time. Yeah. There was even a scene where Eric and, and Shelly were making out and Sarah's there. And like, this is fucking... Like, did they get the idea for Denny from Sarah, from The Crow? I'm pretty sure he modeled Denny <laughs> on Sarah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I 
The only difference is she does not like leave me alone with the bodies. Yeah. <laughs> but she's she's good. Though. Like I like what she adds, unlike Denny. Um, <laughs> Denny doesn't add anything. <laughs> no, but she's just so good because, like, kid actor doesn't suck. One, that's huge. Yeah. And he need like I like that they have her and uh, friggin' Winston Zedmore, Dirty Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> Winnie's Ed. Yeah, Winnie's Ed. Um, to give him some reason to have humanity in this current world, like a year later. Yeah. Instead of just everything he loves is gone. It's like, no, he still like has some humanity left and he's still a person, even though like he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise it could just be like creepy zombie revenge movie. Yeah, you have no you have nothing to tie him to good people. Yeah. Yeah. He's just going around killing bad people. Yeah. Which yeah. is fine too. Well, and I think it just adds to the whole idea that it's really, like, a one big love story. Like, yeah. And he's still that person. It's just... I like the weird sense... The weird little jokes that Eric does every now and then. He's, like, he's almost... He's almost silly at points. Like, he'll be he'll be in this really serious scene and then he'll just crack some stupid joke. Like, uh, his one about Jesus there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus, Jesus walks, walks into, into a bar. Yeah. He hands the bartender three nails and he asks, can you put me up for the night? <laughs> so good. <laughs> I like to, and when he gets shot in the hand, he's like, ah, ah, yeah. oh, oh. He, he turns to the camera, he's like, oh. <laughs> ah, yeah, doesn't hurt. <laughs> so good. Love it. But I think that's the best part is that he just makes a big joke out of it because he's not afraid of them anymore at all and that really pisses them off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it freaks them out. They don't know what to do. Yeah. I can't just kill it. I can't just shoot this problem away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wait a minute. Not not everything can be solved with guns and knives? What? Yeah. What? Yeah, Tintin finds that out real early. <laughs> yeah, that guy yeah. sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I like how they intersperse the pawn shop scene with the scene of his crime scene. And they're like... Tintin confided in me before he ran out of breath and then they show the body and it's just like it's covered in knives yeah. it's just like knives everywhere <laughs> yeah and like we were talking about how we really like how calm Brandon Lee is yeah for most of it and like he's just so chill and like is that gasoline I smell and the yeah. guy's like oh shit yeah. <laughs> better get out of here I have, I have a note here about how bad the housing market must be in Detroit for that pretty nice apartment to be empty for a full year and just completely falling apart. Because <laughs> you could you could get some pretty good rent for a place like that if you fix it up. Yeah. Yeah, but I think when your landlords murder you, I think that's part of it. I don't I don't understand what their goal was. Yeah. What, what were they even trying to do? It has something to do with property. I don't understand how this gang makes money. Yeah, that's the thing that we didn't get. Yeah, because yeah. like that's right. They yeah. take her out because she wants to mobilize all of the other units and like. And you know, he's sell. like tax or code violations, like. Yeah, he's trying to buy the property, like buy everyone out of their apartments, but for what? No, he isn't. He just doesn't want her to say anything. He wants her to pay her rent, and shut the fuck up, and she puts in a whole bunch of code violations against him, and then they kill them. Oh. For it, that's uh, what happens. Because okay. when they walk into the apartment during the flashbacks, and they like break the door down, he's holding a bunch of papers like code violations. Everything looks fine to me. Oh. <laughs> So that's that's why, but yeah, it doesn't. If you're trying to keep people from dead people, don't pay rent. Well, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they just destroy everything too. Yeah, the apartment is ruined. Yeah. A year later. Yeah. Still. Yeah. The, yeah, the, they're like, not the very good property the door. Yeah. managers. No. 
So how did you get this fancy... I don't know where the fuck his office space is, but he's got this giant table and... Well, it's room. kind of just an empty... Oh, they have a, like, a bar or something downstairs. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah, because that's where the music's coming from. Yeah. That's where you would, like... When I said my life with the thrill kill cult, and you were yeah, like, that's when I was fucked up yeah. by, the, by the band, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there's a band and a bar downstairs, and then they're upstairs. It's like an abandoned warehouse kind of a deal. Yeah. But, like, how. Like, I don't understand how they convert their crimes into money. Like, all we see the main gang gangsters do is rape and murder people. Yeah. Yeah. And drink bullets. Like, a lot. Yeah. And, and yell, fire it up! <laughs> Drink bullets. I don't understand the point of that scene. Because they are tough, and yeah, you they, need to know. They all put a bullet on their tongue. Yeah. They take yeah. a drink and drink it. Like why? That's what tough people do. Now you just have like a piece of metal floating around in your exactly. guts. Exactly. Probably lead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a very I heard good, that's good for you. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> There's a very good chance that's going to get stuck somewhere. Yeah. And then to top it off, he put out his cigar, or whatever, on his tongue. Yeah. Yeah. Real smart guy. Yeah. Ugh. They're all a bunch of winners. That's why I they like, go to that shitty bar. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was gonna say I really like the scene when he's in the apartment, like remembering Ooh. everything that happened, and it's really like jarring cuts and crazy colors, like really bright, intense colors, so you know that it's not now. Yeah. And like the silhouette of him against that broken window is just like amazing. Like who didn't have that poster? I didn't have any posters yeah. to me. Oh, I had all the posters. <laughs> I had posters that my uncles got me, so I had like Lord of the Rings posters. Oh, like, yeah. Illustrations. Nice. That's kind of sweet, though. Too. Yeah. yeah. It was different. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have a teenager's room when I was a teenager. Yeah, see, and I, like all teenage girls, had like a weird, fucked up bunch of stuff on the wall. Like. <laughs> Like, I have, like, my Nine Inch Nails, like, Trent Reznor poster with my Crow poster next to my friggin' Bashy Boys poster, because I was still under that all the same time, and it's like... <laughs> and, there's, uh, and there had to be... There had to be... That's quite, uh, that's quite a musical range of taste well, that's, there. That's what happens yeah. when you're 13, and you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's an Eddie Furlong in there somewhere. Oh, there is Eddie Furlong on there. For sure. 100% love Eddie Furlong. <laughs> Who the fuck is Eddie Furlong? Uh, Terminator 2. I always thought he was weird looking, but I, I guess... No, he is weird looking, but... I guess for some people, it's it's a thing. You like that skinny nerdy dudes. Cemetery 2 is awesome. You like skinny nerdy dudes. Though, I do, so. yes. So that makes sense. I married one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not so skinny anymore. No, well, life happens. What are you going to do? <laughs> Living on Fast Food Alley in Waterloo. Yeah, that to me. I bought you too many burgers, and <laughs> that's what happened. Uh, so Sarah's mom sucks. He's like the worst. The when worst. she's when she's on heroin, when he when he heals her or whatever, she gets much better after that. Well, I don't think he heals her. He just takes the drugs out of her and scares the living shit right out of her. Well, she doesn't have. She doesn't go into detox or anything. I think he healed her somehow. Because otherwise, she would be climbing the walls. Yeah, seeing dead babies on ceiling yeah. and stuff. She'd be having a bad time. Sweating like crazy. Yeah. But she's not making breakfast for Sarah the next morning. If I've heard anything from movies, and I think I have. <laughs> yeah. From that one movie. You poop the bed and see dead babies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not even getting into what happens in Requiem for a Dream. Oh, bad experience. Not going back there. <laughs> that should be required. Have you seen that movie? Requiem for a Dream? No. 
It's like, don't do drugs the movie, except actually effective. Oh, really? So instead of like, this is your brain on drugs and like eggs. Like the person who makes it out the best at the end, like loses their arm to heroin. Really? Oh yeah. Like mom gets a pill habit. She's all fucked up. The one chick's prostituting herself for drugs. Like it's like bad. Things don't turn out well. For, for anybody. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like there's like a handful of people that are okay in these two movies. Yeah. And nobody's no, okay in No one movie. is good. <laughs> and everything's terrible. <laughs> and I seriously think they just need to like put kids in a room and be like, We're gonna watch Requiem for a Dream and this is your this is the drug unit for health class. It's just this film. Yeah. Enjoy. And no, I no, guarantee you that kids <laughs> will not do heroin. Ever. <laughs> After watching that movie, like it's terrible, or prescription drugs. Yeah, that's a big one. It's a it's a it's a great movie, but I never want to watch it again. No. No, like it disturbed the hell right out of me. Yeah, it was like that for Pan's Labyrinth for me. Yeah, like this was beautiful and yeah. now I'm done. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was good, but I don't want to see it again. Yeah, yeah. especially when you see where he's bashing that guy's face in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, someone was just another podcast was doing a list of favorite violent movies. Yeah, and Pan's Labyrinth was one of mine. It's like it's not an overly violent movie throughout the whole thing. No, but, but it's there. It's brutal. Yeah, like a dude's face getting smashed by the butt of a gun. Yeah, it's real. Yeah. yeah, and like like that's what we were, we were saying. We like that about this movie. Bringing it back. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah. See, I didn't know because Brandon Lee's like mega trained. Yeah, and you don't see much of his martial arts in this at all. No, it's, yeah. I'm like, I, I, about halfway through the movie, I'm like, I really like that he doesn't, he's not using martial arts. Yeah, he doesn't go all like, like kung fu. Makes him feel like I'm uh, a force of nature instead of just a, a guy getting violent revenge on people who wronged him. Yeah. I think it adds a layer. Yeah, because you don't believe that he could have done this before. No. Not without powers. Yeah. Especially at the end when he loses his powers. And yeah. And has to fight the guy with a sword wound through his chest. Yeah. He sort of loses his powers. He still has the uh, memory transfer ability. Yeah, that He just loses the invincibility. But I kind of like the way they set that up earlier by him. The scene where they show us receiving the memory from, from Ernie Hudson. And it's like, you get the same blue effect of, of the memory and everything. And then he's like... I have something for you. I don't want it anymore. And then he transfers it into him at the end. Yeah. You get the same... It's played out the same way. You get the same blue and the same shots. You know what's funny, though, is that when I was watching again, I forget about that church scene every time. At the very end? Because the fight scene in that warehouse is such an amazing, like... That was a crazy Climactic scene, yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah, that... I'm yeah, like, how does this end again? Oh, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Throws him off the roof after giving him all the 30 hours of Shelly dying. Yeah. They just made, they made that warehouse scene, like, too awesome. Like, they didn't because it's awesome and I'm glad it exists, but, yeah. like... Yeah, it's not too awesome, It's but so good that it overshines the ending of the yeah. whole movie. Yeah, it was just it, crazy out of control awesome, that's what it was. Yeah. I yeah. anyway. Oh, well, yeah. It's, it's like the difference between Kill Bill 1 and Kill Bill 2. It's, they're very, they feel very different. Like, Kill Bill 2 doesn't feel like feels like kind of a letdown after all the action in the first one. Like, you expect action to build throughout this whole thing, and then at the very end, it's like, oh, no, here's here's just a scene between two characters that yeah. are even fighting. But I feel like if I was one of those bad guys, I would have just ran. Yeah. After. Like, oh, why yeah. stand there and shoot this guy? 
After you Fuck see that bullets aren't doing fucking yeah. anything? Yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> okay, I uh, give up crime. This guy is clearly... I give up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> clearly this was a mistake. I'm out on crime. <laughs> now, he got wounded in the movie, right? Is that, Was that the scene there? That's he after he got I, murdered in the movie. He died. Yeah. 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 I can't... Yeah. I can't what scene I can't remember what scene that was. He got shot with a, a a gun was jammed with a bullet stuck inside. Yeah. And then when they fired the blank, that piece came loose and hit him in the chest. It was like rules changed in Hollywood because of that. Yeah. Because the the stunt coordinator or whoever was in charge of the gun went home early, so it was some stunt assistant that was handling the gun. Yeah. Didn't bother to clear the chamber properly. And so when they went to use the gun in the scene, the bullet dislodged and killed Brandon. He was dead before he got to the hospital. Oh, really? Yeah. Sarah's looking it up right now for us. It says good. it's the scene where he gets shot, at, like, when they kill him originally. Oh, in the apartment? Yeah. Really? They must, have filmed, said. They must have filmed most of the movie before that. Yeah, well, because they don't film in sequence. most of this in order. Yeah. I didn't realize, though, that the scene where Sarah goes to the apartment and he hugs her, like, that's not even Brandon Lee. That's the stand-in they had oh, to bring is in. it? Because it's so dark, but I'm like, well, it fits the movie, though. Like, yeah. yeah. It was well done. And the dude putting makeup on, that's not him either. Oh, no? No. In the broken mirror. No, in the mirror, it's just like a, a composite shot. They, they put that in. That's Brandon Lee's face. Yeah. But it's from a different part of the movie. They always forget they never shoot in order. Like they always think it's they shoot to do the movie in order, right? But yeah. Yeah. I guess that's not necessarily the case. Yeah. When I when I made movie, a couple movies with Sarah's brother, they were stupid. But when we made them, <laughs> when we made them, they uh, we did them in sequence because otherwise there's no way we would know what the fuck we were doing. Yeah. We just we went out and filmed scenes. We didn't have a script. Yeah. Just yeah. out of sequence, you need I don't know a script. Yeah. yeah. You need an idea of what you're doing later. Plan. <laughs> Some type of plan. Yeah, we never had that. <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel like a lot of it has to do with people's schedules. Yeah, that's true. And sometimes locations, I guess, that they're going to film at, they're going to do at a certain time, right? Yeah. So. And because Sarah was probably a minor, they only get her for so many hours a day. Yeah. Um, we just kept saying, we, we just, going back to Eurotrip, we're just like, worst twins ever. Yeah, because, yeah, the brother-sister relationship between the bad guy and his his sister yeah. is yeah. so fucked up and over, it's really sexual. Yeah. Well, and, and then why the, end, what's like, her thing with kiss. eyes? Why yeah, is she really? eyeballs That's all the time? Weird. Like, the whole thing with Biling in this movie is weird. What's with the fucking hat she's wearing the whole time? Yeah. Well, and the overlining of the lips. Like, your lips are way in there. Like, stop it. I was happy, though. I didn't remember that the crow claws her eyes out. I'm oh, like, okay, yeah, that's that apropos. Cool. That was yeah. fun. That was a fun thing to forget. Yeah. Good job on that one. <laughs> well, and I think she's holding it, like... I'm gonna kill you guys, and the crow's like, "Hell no, bitch! <laughs> I'll take Fuck you, you! You don't get my power." <laughs> well, I think she was gonna use her witch powers, whatever. Yeah. They, they imply she has some kind of yeah. powers. I think she was gonna use her magic to get the Brandon Lee's powers, but then the the crow's like, "Fuck no!" I like how they make a really strong point to make the crow a character. Yeah. Yeah. Like they really do. Like I didn't really realize, but he is there guiding Brandon Lee through everything. And like when he comes out of the grave, it's like Crow lands here. Brandon goes there. Mm -hmm. Crow lands on the ladder. Brandon climbs the ladder. Like 
which kind of gives you the impression that it's not just a krill. It's there's a, there's like some kind of like supernatural entity. Oh yeah, appearing as a krill. Yeah, for sure. You and like I said, it's like a, another character. Yeah, because I hadn't seen the movie in so long, I forgot about that. The crow being an important part in yeah. the movie, right? And not just the title. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it gets shot, he loses powers. Which was like a really good way to be able to kill him at the end. Yeah. Because if it had been just like, no, the crow's going to go do more stuff and avenge people, and you're like, Bleh! Yeah, he got his revenge, so his story's over. Yeah. Because, like, throughout the whole movie, they're setting it up. This is a very personal quest. He's not had to get vengeance for anybody except for him and uh, Shelly. Yeah. Other, yeah, with, like, little baby knew, side quest to get Sarah, her mom, back. Yeah. And that was just... That was coincidental. If she hadn't been in that bathroom, he wouldn't have helped her. Mm-hmm. She just happened to be where where he killed what the fuck was dude's name. Happy time or something? Fun boy? Fun boy. Fun boy, that's it. I knew it had something to do with... Happy time. <laughs> Happy time, fun, Mary. Uh, Happy time, sun to shine, land. <laughs> um, so I mentioned about how uh, I never realized that that was Candyman. Yeah. In the movie, so the... His super tall henchman? Yeah, is Candyman. Really? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I wrote, uh, maybe there's something to glasses as a disguise. Because he has, like, a suit and glasses on, and I'm like, who's that? <laughs> That's not Candyman. That's not Candyman. He has glasses. That same guy. Yeah. <laughs> so glasses or a haircut can very, very much change yeah. a person. And a suit versus a jacket with a hook. And bees. For a hand and bees. Yeah, yeah. he has no, absolutely no bees in this. There's no bees coming out of his mouth, <laughs> not all of his chest. Bee free in this. Yeah, I have a note here that Sarah's mom effing sucks when we first meet her. I actually wrote effing. It's just terrible. <laughs> but it's like so many good quotes in this. Like, mother is a name for God on the lips and hearts of all children. Like, so good. Yeah. He's very quippy. quippy. Yeah, I just remember quoting this movie a lot when we were younger. I, I have a note here that Brandon Lee is just so good in this movie. <laughs> it's just the whole note is like, so really good. good. It's like really disappointing that he died in this because like who knows aside from like the fact that he's dead and his family misses him obviously obviously he could have <laughs> imagine the movies he could have made well and what were they saying that he was like if he had been like Neo in the Matrix like how yeah. sick would that have been that would he be would crazy. fit that role actually well and I think he would have done a better job yeah. if he would have given it like a more realistic be love story us. yeah I just don't believe that Keanu's in love with anyone ever whoa Okay, no, I lie. Except Bill. What about the baby? I believe Bill and Ted's... Hetero life mates? Yeah, for <laughs> sure. What about the princesses? No. <laughs> Less up. It's, it's more about Bill and Ted's relationship for me. For sure. But, what like, about him and Winona Ryder, they're not in love. Come on now. Yeah. It's terrible. But- Gary Oldman and Winona Ryder, sure. <laughs> I can get on board for that. Yeah, because I'm like, marry the 900-year-old vampire dude. Like, it's a better choice. He loves you more. He crossed seas of time. That's yeah. right. You could feel his love for her. Yeah. Keanu, not so much. No, no, not with... No, Keanu loves the vampire chicks. Yeah, well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> okay, if, you, if your choice was between Winona Ryder and the vampire chicks... 
<laughs> Fair enough. Clearly the vampire chicks. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love yeah. the vampire chicks? They're pretty awesome. <laughs> we gotta do Bram Super's Dracula, guys, I feel. Yeah. That's next on the list. I feel like John will get mad if we don't do the last episode next, but... Well, you guys have at her. You said you might join us if I make you watch the episode right before we do it. Then you don't have to take notes. I don't want to take any notes. You won't. You don't have to. I'm just going to come in and, like, ask questions and spoil everything for everyone. It's going to be good. That's fine. Yeah. And stop me and John from spoiling it for Derek. Okay. Because <laughs> we... Sometimes we'll get going and we stop thinking... But Derek doesn't know this stuff yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Basically, I just say I really like this movie. It's because it's a great movie. I have a note here. To, uh, please stop firing it up. Oh, my God. Yeah. Your, your little gang chant is not inspiring. It's just irritating. It is annoying. Well, it's only the two of them left because Tintin's dead and Funboy's dead and they don't know it yet. And it's just like, oh, dudes, it's sad. Yeah. Even worse when, when uh, Skank is alone in dude's office and he's like, Everyone else is fucking dead. Stop doing it. <laughs> Everyone else is dead and you're going to be dead soon. Yeah. That's his crazy chanting to himself. He's like lost it. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's, yeah. He's accepted his fate. Yeah. Just can't deal. Yeah. I made a note that uh, Top Dollar's philosophy is basically the same as the Joker's. He's not out to make lots of money. He just wants to cause chaos because it's fun. Yeah, it's true, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Joker's thing. Yeah, it's just like... Uh, this is the first time I've noticed it. That's why I made a note, or I would definitely forget. Yeah. But I think that's interesting that the, the villain for this also works in Batman. Yeah, that's right. The Joker is just a universal villain. He works everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's what you take away from this. <laughs> there is some people out there that just want to cause chaos. Yep. Not for the fun of it. That's right. I wish they didn't make sequels. Yeah. They should have just They're left so the bad. Have you seen any of them? Sequels for what? This. I didn't even know they made any. Oh, God, don't watch them ever. There's like four of them. Are they called? They're not called The Crow, are they? Yeah. Yeah. They are? There was a TV show of The Crow, and it was like... Bad. Really bad. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Terrible bad. Like, Canadian TV show called oh, The Crow. Boy. So, like, that tells you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Eddie Furlong was The Crow in one of them. Really? Yeah. Yes. The third one, I think. Yeah. Apparently, the second one wasn't that bad of a movie until... The uh, studio got a hold of it? Well, what's his ass face there? Oh, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. That's right. Harvey Weinstein fucked it up. I guess really? they had them, like, reorder it and recut it and, like... To basically be a clone of the first movie, it was supposed to be a completely different thing. Really. Yeah. But they... The, the Harvey Weinstein wanted exactly what the first one was because it made money. Yeah. And he doesn't actually understand good movies. <laughs> Well, because the guy directing it said, like, I don't want to make a clone because I want to respect what Brandon Lee did and I want to do something different than that on purpose. And then he took his name off of it, eh? Yeah, I think so. He's really? Like, yeah. yeah, he's like, I don't even want this release with my name. It's like David Lynch and Dune. Yeah. Like, can you not attach me to this, please? Let's just pretend I didn't make this movie. Yeah, thanks. Because <laughs> this isn't my movie. The final product is not my movie anyway. Yeah. See, we should be able to get originals of stuff that, like, now everyone knows Harvey Weinstein sucks ass. Be like, can we get the stuff from before he got his, like, before he fucked it up? Dirty, yeah, can we have the hands on it? Can we have the original cut? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I guess the first one was like two and a half hours, like the the first remake, or the Crow Two. It was two and a half hours. I, I had no idea they even made any more. Yeah. It didn't. When did it come out? Probably late nineties. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, that was in my prime. That was the Lost Years. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably why. It could be. Yeah, they didn't do well after that. They didn't do well then. They didn't do well after. They didn't become cult hits. No. And the show didn't watching, do watching, like... Sorry, go ahead. The show didn't do well, I guess, either? No. They got a couple seasons, surprisingly. But it does. I so imagine... to make, too. Yeah. <laughs> Low production costs, because there's no offense. It's just... It's just uh, Mark DeCostas, or whatever his name is, going around fighting people every episode. It's like a cheaper version of Highlander the series. Oh, God. <laughs> That shouldn't have been a thing either. I like that show. I don't know the series was good, Sarah. It got better after first season. It got better. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> well, it was very. It was a very 90s show. Oh, okay. So it hasn't aged well. Yeah, and I didn't watch it when it came out. Just when you would put it on later. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know what other, like... What, what movies would you have for your teenagehood? Like, what movies are like, yeah, when you're like 14? <laughs> when I was 14? Yeah. I'm trying to think. Your formative years. <laughs> yeah, or like you, both of you. My list would be long. Would it? I think so. I'd have to actually think about it. Yeah. I wa- I've watched a lot of movies over my years. I just like Batman, think of ones that I watch over and over and over again. 89 Batman. Mm, that was a good one, yeah. Yeah. Remember watching Batman Returns over and over and over again? We already did a couple of mine, actually, the Bill and Ted movies. Yeah. I remember watching Back to the Future a lot. Yeah, Back to the Future's awesome. Yeah, our uh, the Back to the Future episode we did in uh, Nova Scotia didn't turn out very well. I think we were all very tired. Yeah. We had just been driving for five hours and... Hopped right into the podcast. Watched, watched all three movies at our friend's house and then oh, tried to record an episode. Yeah. With them, and it, we were all very tired by the end. I was falling asleep by the end of the third one. Yeah. <laughs> so we can, in theory, do that one again. I watched a lot of Vincent Price as a kid. That makes sense. Like old Vincent Price movies. That makes all the sense. Yeah. My dad got them all, and they were awesome. Really? Yeah. Yeah, we even have a bunch on DVD now. That was during my uh, beef and barley soup phase. <laughs> <laughs> so. Who hasn't had one of those? I know. <laughs> so I would make my soup. It's a very common. And thing. then you had to put enough crackers in it that it was basically mush. And then I would go down to the basement before it was redone, and it was still like a hole. And I would watch like Edgar Allan Poe movies. Probably sitting on the floor, the cement floor. No, uh, the old shitty pull-out couch that we had. Nice. Yeah. It was great. That was like my favorite place in the world, and I got mad when anyone went down there because I didn't have my own bedroom. So that was my that space. That was your space? Yeah. That was your little goth cave? Yeah, so it's like, get the fuck out of here, like everybody. <laughs> and that was angry goth, too, so like. <laughs> the best kind of goth. Yeah, wild, wild like, black you, hair you and South Park flowing you know jackets. The, uh, and Do you know the goth characters on South Park? No. The the one, the girl goth character on South Park is Sarah. It's hilarious. <laughs> We were watching it the first time it came out. We're like, they made a character out of me. <laughs> like, she looks like me. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. Like, that is 100% Yeah, sad. that is, for sure. <laughs> oh, it was so awesome. Because that was like, that came out 
when I was, what, 22, I think. So I really did look like that person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that just has a really sassy, snooty attitude. Yeah. Which I imagine is very much Sarah as a teenager. Uh, yeah, thanks for the sassy instead of bitchy. <laughs> <laughs> if your mom was Good job, said, your mom would have said bitchy. Oh, yeah, 100%. She wouldn't have been wrong. <laughs> Why, are you tough on your parents? Oh, God, yeah. Um, in the, yeah? I think because I was the oldest, so I was, like, pushing shit yeah. hard. You got to fight for the rights of your, of your siblings. You gotta pave no, the way. I gotta them. pave the way for myself. I really didn't give a shit. Basically, <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Yeah, no, not until you... I got older. Like when I was in OAC, I spent a lot of time trying to get my brother out doing stuff with us. You you established precedences. That's why it's easier for your brothers and sisters. You set the you set the high water mark. Well, and I wanted to do stuff. Like my brother's yeah. biggest homebody on the face of the earth, and then my sister. Yeah, my sister didn't really push it and wasn't as big on going out to do stuff, and I just never wanted to be home, like, ever. Unless it was in that basement watching that ground pole with my pork beef and barley soup. <laughs> it's, it's funny how introverted I am now, because I used to be out all the time. I used to get grounded all the time for not coming home. That's so weird. Really? I yeah. can't picture that. This <laughs> is weird. It, it would be the same, like, three people's houses that I would stay yeah. at, but... But still, you're out. Yeah, doing somewhere yeah. something other than my house. Bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Well, then you just, when you met me, you just spent all your time at my house. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess technically you were out, but not really. <laughs> no, no, your house just became my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now it's our house. <laughs> yeah. An actual house. Yeah, because I was wondering how you guys met if he never left, but I guess it makes sense if back in the day you actually went out. Well, I would, leave, I, would, I would leave my house to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> we met on a very classy website. Yeah, we don't have any illusions that we met in a romantic way. No. Uh, well, my wife and I met in a bar, so I mean, you know, well, that's true. Is, like, yeah. No matter how you meet them. The internet is bars for people who don't like bars. Yeah. yeah. Same deal. I never had the internet luxury. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a thing. Like, it was, there was internet, but it wasn't, you know, yeah. like it See, is my, now. See, my problem, you know what bars I went to? Gay bars. Oh, well. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> Drag shows and dancing. Not going to meet a boyfriend at the, at the no. gay bars. No. You know what bars <laughs> I went to? No bars. Yeah, so we need that's to the, That's something that hasn't changed. Yeah. <laughs> I can't go to bars now. All my students are at bars. Yeah. I haven't gone since we moved up here. But when we were down south in Waterloo, we were out all the time. Yeah. All I'm, the time. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to wrap us up here. Yeah, I guess and we, we can keep chatting. <laughs> Don't people want to know about our lives? Yeah, this is insight into yeah. it. Well, I can leave it if you want. No, it's all no, good. It's, yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, we'll be back sometime after New Year's. Probably with John for another Lost episode. Yeah, and then I'm thinking we're doing Dracula. John, you and I have something to talk about, apparently. Yeah. We, we don't <laughs> remember what it is right now, but what we figured out. <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> okay, bye, everyone. Bye. bye. Where's my cursor? <laughs> Dylan doesn't know how to do it. This has been Welcome to Planet Bob. If you know any shows or movies you think we should discuss, find me on Twitter at King of Bob. That's at King underscore of underscore Bob. And Derek, you can find me at Lars M on Twitter, L-A-R-Z-M. And this is Sarah. I'm on Tumblr at Welcome to Planet Bob. 
You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash welcome to planet Bob. Thanks for listening to our show and we hope you tune in next week. <laughs>